0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez, and we've got a lot of news to get into today. Now, the title of tonight's episode is This Is Why They Don't Want Parrots in the Classroom. And some of the stories that we're going to start off with today include elementary-aged kids being taken to gay bars, for their field trip and students giving their teachers and principal lap dances. Not what I had on my 2021 bingo card, but here we are. On top of that, an entirely different issue that's currently going on is that there's still a caravan headed for our southern border and it seems to be growing every single day. And why wouldn't it grow? when Biden's administration is in talks to pay illegal immigrants that came over here in 2018, up to $450,000 per illegal. Yes, in Biden's America, it is illegal immigrants first, Americans last. We've seen it before, and we are seeing it time and time again. All of that and more in tonight's episode. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about a new partnership that we have with Organic Darlings. Now, this is an amazing website, and the reason why I love Organic Darlings is because One, these are all American made products and two, if you guys are like me, you really try to take care of what you put in and on your body. Remember that our skin is the biggest organ that we have and a lot of the shampoos, soaps, conditioners, toothpaste that are sold to us in big stores have a lot of toxic chemicals in them. Now, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I don't love reading through the ingredients list and not even understanding what half of the ingredients are, which is why I partnered up with Organic Darlings, and you guys can use um, the link down below to go check out some of the products there. They have all natural and organic products, such as deodorants, shampoos, lotions, uh, toothpaste. They even have beard oils for men. I really enjoy the products. The um, owner of this company, her name is Emily, and she was really talking to me about how important it is that we monitor what we're putting again, not only in our body, but on our skin, we have to be careful with what type of chemicals and toxins we are absorbing. I've been looking into parabens and uh, phthalates lately. And these are all chemicals that can be found in soaps and toothpaste and deodorants that have been linked to to premature death and breast cancer previously. So if you guys are looking for good products, where you know, you're you're not worried about what kind of things are in them, and you're just worried about your health, and uh, you don't want to have to sit there reading through the ingredients list, Go check out OrganicDarlings.com and use the code DARLINGSAV, that's D-A-R-L-I-N-G-S-A-V, DARLINGSAV, to let Emily know that I sent you. Go check that out. Like I said, they have a multitude of products for women and for men go check it out. Remember to put your health first because we are living through a time in which we need to be very focused in on our health and well-being because of all of the insanity going on. So go check that out. Link is down below. Now let's go ahead and jump straight into the show. Starting off with again, everything that's currently going on in our schools right now. And I've been scrolling through the news and uh, the Washington Post came out with an article the other day that said that parents really don't have a right to claim, uh, you know, and shape what is in their kids' school curriculum. That's his article right here. Okay, well, my thing's messing up. So Drew Hernandez, also part of the show today. All right, there we go. We're jumping right in with you, Drew. Let me unmute you here. My friends, um, Drew Hernandez is joining the show today. I was trying to go to my article, and then he just popped up on screen, which actually works out really well. Uh, It's the H Squared podcast tonight. Not only do you get Savannah Hernandez, but Drew Hernandez as well, who is a commentator for Real America's Voice and also the host of the Drew Hernandez show. Drew, thanks for popping in with us today, and thanks for joining. Hang on, Drew. I think you're muted.
1: I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, well, it looks like it just kind of works out, and the stars align, and here we are. And uh, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So shout out to all of Sav's fans. I know tonight's going to be a great show uh, for people that are kind of like not used to, I don't know, maybe my personality. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, It may rub you the wrong way, but I don't really care. But there's a lot of serious stuff to talk about, so... Thank you, Savannah.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on, Drew. Um, To a lot of my viewers, Drew and I actually met at the peak of the BLM riots last year. I believe we were in Tulsa at a Trump rally and Black Lives Matter was out front protesting and that was the first time that we met. So that was a lot of fun. And now here we are today talking about the straight up degeneracy that has infiltrated our children's schools. Uh, Drew, could you, did you ever imagine that you know, from the point we were at last year when we first met to where we are currently at that America would get this insane
1: well, I mean, if you kind of look at the path that we've been set on for the past few years, I think this I think the totality of this was when gay marriage was legalized in the United States of America, where this door was just opened, right mm-hmm. uh, and when you open a door like this um it's it 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 leads you down the path of depravity, right? And when you open at least, when you give them an inch, they're going to take a light year on you. And right. so this is like going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And this is what a lot of liberals don't understand, is that you have to have, uh, you have to have a, a code of morality, right? Mm-hmm. There there has to be a standard in society, especially when it comes to sexuality and when it comes to law and order. But I think what a lot of I guess self-proclaimed liberals or self-proclaimed progressives think within themselves is oh it's like just let them do whatever they're going to do it's you know their own personal life this and that like they sacrifice morality and a code of morality uh, for the sake of progressive is, uh, uh, being progressive, right? But right. you can't do that uh, because morality is still universal. It goes beyond American. It goes beyond Republican or Democrat. And when you start moving in that direction where we have, where morality keeps getting sacrificed further and further and further and further in the name of uh, the, a progressive agenda, right? right. Um, it's going to lead us down a path where you're going to start seeing stuff like this. And um, it's and, and Drew before
0: before you yeah before you you know uh, keep delving further into this because I do like every point that you're saying this is what we are talking about and this is what Drew is referring to this was from uh, Hazard Kentucky and this came out yesterday uh, apparently the principal held an assembly line with a male pageant and the students came dressed in lingerie and gave lap dances to staff. And uh, we're just going to go through a couple of these photos here because they're extremely shocking that we are seeing students, minorities, what looks like twerking on their teachers and principals here, half naked or in lingerie. Um, This came out yesterday and since then, Drew, More has come out from this school. Let me play you a quick video and then we'll go ahead and get your response to this, Uh, because on top of that happening, apparently last year, uh, a male student dressed up as a female dancing to like a virgin in front of the principal of this high school and uh, was touching him inappropriately. Let's just watch this quick clip. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, that's all I want to see. I don't want to watch any more. Um, so this, these are two things that have come out of the same high school, Drew. Uh, what, what is your response to this? You no, know,
1: what, what they also were doing is they were paddling each other. Oh like, gosh! They, like they had pad, literally, they had paddles, oh. and you see some of the photos where like the staff were paddling each other and the students were paddling each other. It's like. Because I could, I could already hear it, Savannah. I could already hear the progressive argument. Oh, well, boys, boys, and, and trust me, I get it. Growing up in high school, we did crazy crap. Like mm-hmm. stuff that was just like, we didn't believe in it. It was just like we would do it to make fun of it because we wanted to right. be teen. We were teenage adolescents. I get that. Like teenage boys do crazy stuff. This is not that, okay? And yeah. the reason why this is not that is because the adults in the room should be – Like literally mature enough to be like, you know what? This is going to be a bad look. It's kind of weird that we have teenage boys dressed as girls twerking on us, giving us lap dances, Mm -hmm. paddling each other because the progressives are like, oh, they're just having fun. They're just making fun of it. Really? Are they really? Because if they're just making fun of it, why, why are they paddling each other? Listen, if you're paddling someone, you either A, That's like a sexual thing, or B, it's like a fetish. It's like, oh no, no, it's either A, it's like a a form of discipline, right? And they're not doing that, or B, it's a sexual fetish. And when you have the principal, like uh, like Yeah,
0: look at the look of euphoria on his face, bro. Like, I'm so concerned. And I'm genuinely just disturbed because you see the photos, and like you said, too, a lot of progressives would just be like, Oh, it's just these students like expressing themselves. It's just a joke, it's not a big deal. But the The way that these kids are sexually touching these adults and grinding up on them is disturbing to say the least, and it looks very illegal, honestly
1: completely. and and the the the, the fact here is like I don't care what the kid's gender is. i I, mm-hmm. I don't care if they're trans. I don't care if they're they're homosexuals. I, what bothers me about this is that they're high school kids, okay? Yeah. like there' there's never. Uh, a situation where this is acceptable. And then, oh, okay, you're going to hear people say, oh, dude, you guys just sound like boomers. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a boomer because I have a sense of morality and it bothers me that there are teenage boys twerking on grown men.
0: Right. and and that's what we've gotten to in society as well where uh, you know what drew i don't know about you but i've reached the point where it's like okay if i'm a bigot for not accepting this type of stuff then i guess i'm a bigot and i gladly accept that title because to be quite honest this is so disturbing and uh, again too it's like oh well they're high school students they're older it's not a big deal well this story also came out uh today as well And it's another school in uh, Florida in Broward County. Apparently, this district took elementary age kids to a gay bar on a field trip. And um, just so people can understand what this environment looked like for these kids, these were some of the uh, menu items, the Big Girl Burger, the Rhoda Cowboy, the Ivana Hooker, the Helena Bun, the Georgia Blue, the Young Ranch Hand, and the Willie Cheese Steak. And then this was the bar that these young elementary age kids are in. And as you can see, they're all up these are little kids and they're in a gay bar. Drew, your thoughts.
1: I just like this is getting pedophilic, dude. Like, we just gotta call yeah. for what it is. Like you, we we are seeing open pedophilia um be normalized or an attempt or a push to be normalized in the culture, right? Because mm-hmm. even that pat that last story we just covered. Uh, I think the school district or the high school was, was trying to say, Oh, uh, these are just homecoming festivities. It's, it's a celebration and the kids are, are dressing up. And when you see stuff like this, you have to ask yourself, what, what, why are we taking elementary kids to a gay bar? Okay. Because the progressive will turn around and say, well, uh, come on, man, it's equality. It's 2021. Yeah. Uh, everyone needs to be accepted and included in the conversation. Kids could be gay in elementary, but, 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 what is gay? Okay. It's sexual. It's, it's, it's hyper-sexualizing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, th- there's no reason. I would, I would have an issue of someone taking elementary students into an environment where there's just a bunch of like half naked women walking around or half naked dudes walking around because the, 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 the issue here is morality and right. bringing little children around it. Okay. And like I said, Savannah, there has to be a line. There has to be a line. When we don't have a line any longer, there's anything goes, anything goes. This is where the Romans were, Savannah. There were open pedophiles. Even yeah. some of the emperors in Rome, had, had they literally had little kids, boy prostitutes. Even in Corinth, a lot of people don't know this, when you read the Bible and you mm-hmm. actually see the word homosexual in the Bible, that's actually literally referring to, specifically, a boy prostitute. This, this is nothing new. If it's happened once in human history, it can happen again, especially in the United States of America, there has to be a line drawn. This is just unacceptable. And I don't understand how people, regardless of your politics, like it's just kind of weird. Why are there elementary school kids in a gay bar? Because are you trying to communicate to them? Sodomy, gay sex, it, it's like, why, why?
0: And you know what, Drew, I was talking to Elijah about this today because we were playing a lot of videos of all of these TikTok teachers who say, well, I tell my kids, uh, you know, that I teach my Mm -hmm. pronouns and they're the most accepting of all of the people in my life. And it's like, well, your kids are accepting of these pronouns because you're teaching these little kids something that's unnatural and you're, you're teaching it to them while they're their most innocent, while their minds are the most malleable. And then, of course, we have the Washington Post. I put this article up earlier with the headline reading parents claim they have the right to shape their kid's school curriculum. They don't. So what they're basically saying here is, okay, the parent isn't allowed to dictate what their child is being taught, but the obese elementary school teacher who's telling your kids that they have 10 different pronouns a day and 10 different genders, that's who's allowed to dictate what your child is, uh, you know, understanding and listening to.
1: Dude no no they're full of crap it's even worse the like these 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 educators these teachers are the same people that like oh my god don't you ever misgender a child don't you ever say the wrong pronouns don't yeah. you ever because you could hurt a child you could scar them for the rest of them of uh, the rest of their life oh oh they care so much about children right but you take a look at Loudoun County. These are the same educators that try to cover up a rape of a ninth grade girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. For the sake of a trans agenda, this isn't hate speech. This is just literally happening in our country and reporting on it. If they care so much about kids, then why don't they care about girls in the ninth grade getting raped in a unisex bathroom and moving the rapist to another high school, trying to cover it up. They don't care about children. They just care about controlling children with their own political agendas because, Oh, you can't misgender a child. But, uh, if a child gets raped and it goes against our, political agenda, we're going to throw that under the rug and try and cover it up. They don't care. This is all about power and control, and they're going after your kids. And this is what I always tell people, especially leftists and progressives and liberals. Dude, it doesn't matter that maybe right now you might find yourself on the right side of things because they're in power, but that day will come where they will go even further to the left, and you will be considered a right-wing Nazi authoritarian psychopath, even if you're a centrist or even – a center left, if you're not far left enough, you get shut down. And we see this across the board. We see that. This is why people like Tim Pool get accused of being a right wing uh, commentator. It's like Tim Pool. a right wing, yeah. Like, yeah. no. Why does Tim Pool get called that? He gets mm-hmm. called that because he's not far left enough. And people just don't want to believe this on the left. They think that they're on the right side of history forever, but that day will come. And, and they're, they're doing this with kids, with children. With children, yeah. Savannah, if we cannot unify, and I know conservatives and your your viewers that are like constitutionalists, patriots, freedom, you know, loving Americans, we're unified on this, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, if if we can't come together as a country, like if the left and the right cannot meet together on something as alive children. Being put in hypersexualized situations and defending yeah. them from predators. If we can't unify for that, then we can't unify for anything. But, and I get it, these are the same people that uh, celebrate the execution of babies in wombs. So it's kind of like, uh, it's is fitting. That even, it's
0: really fitting, I mean? honestly. And, but, you know, we've seen the videos too of all these crazy leftists who have, have come forward and said, oh, yeah, like, I, I, you know, I kill my kids, like, I uh, sacrifice my children to say, in blah, blah, blah. And of course, they're like, oh, we're just saying it in jest. But, In reality, when we look at the way that our children are being uh, treated in society, it's absolutely insane. And we covered Kentucky, we covered Florida, you brought up Virginia. Uh, And Drew, I don't know if you saw this, but these are images from a genderqueer book available in Virginia school libraries. And we're going to read what this says, just because this is what children... Aren't able to read in Virginia. Um, So apparently, on one of the pages, it says, I dreamed about having a massive, painful, oh gosh, boner that lasted all day. And then on the next page, it talks about masturbation. It talks about hip thrusting. It talks about. Hold on, hold
1: on, real quick. Let me just just say this real quick. Go back to that last one, okay? okay? Yeah. Go back to the last one if you can.
0: This one, the fir- this one
1: back. Go back one more poster. Of like the the I want a boner all day. That one.
0: Okay, hang on.
1: Okay, look, that's not even real. Okay. I'm gonna pull the man card right now.
0: <laughs> you see, this is why no, I brought you on the show, Drew. No I, I can't man, say these no things. man
1: wants a boner for 24 hours straight. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Unless you are like seriously, oh, like a serious like like sex addict. Like that's like quagmire uh. type stuff. Unless you're quagmire, that's you. And we know that quagmire is not real, right? There are sexual sex addicts out there, but no dude wants to walk around with a boner all day, especially at school. But here's the thing. This is perversion. So Mm -hmm. the people that write this stuff don't live in reality, but they want to pervert the minds of a child to think that that is real and that is reality. And it's not. No, No young male wants to walk around with an erection all freaking day long.
0: Oh, yeah. And it keeps getting worse, too, Drew, because it's like, you know what? That was the first page of this and it keeps Dude. getting worse as we go on. And honestly, this is just pornographic at this point. It's yes. not borderline pornographic as a grown ass adult. I don't even feel comfortable looking at that. No. And this is what's in our children's library. It's
1: literal child pornography. That's what that is. They're depicting child pornography. That's what it, they're they're depicting children performing sex acts on each other. Yeah. Bro, like I don't care what your politics are. That's not okay. I don't I don't care if you got yeah. a D next to your name or an R next to your name, bro. There's never a situation where someone is depicting child pornography to communicate it to a child, to distribute it to them. And that's okay. Like, th- this, is what I, this is why I started the conversation off this way, Savannah, because there has to be a line drawn in the sand. Oh, mm-hmm. but you're such a bigot. How dare you? How dare you want to have morality? Well, is it such a bad thing to have a sense of morality? I mean, it's like Dennis Prager, right? Prager you. Dennis Prager does a video about the 10 commandments. Mm-hmm. Gets censored, right? They put a label on it for uh, it might being a hate speech. Right. And when Google was asked about it, right? When Google was publicly asked, why would you censor Dennis Prager's video about the Ten Commandments? Oh, because it mentions murder. But yeah. the Ten Commandments tell you <laughs> do not, not murder. 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 <laughs> like, do not kill somebody. And you're going to censor that? That's you see my, what I'm saying? Like the, this the this sense of morality part, is yeah. gone. It's this gone. is my
0: favorite part of society is that. Nothing makes any sense. And like you said, there is no morality, like the most moral and the best people among us and the ones that are propped up the most are those that are promoting pedophilia in society and don't even understand basic biology and want to be in the same bathroom as your daughter and to be quite honest with you too it's like this is what being progressive got us this is what accepting gay marriage got us and it's like you know what maybe it was a slippery slope that we shouldn't have delved down because look at where we're currently at right now we now have like you said children being raped in bathrooms in schools, the school board's covering it up. And then we have the media coming forward and saying, oh, well, parents really shouldn't be involved in the curriculum or the school board. We have Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor of Virginia, saying the exact same thing, that parents shouldn't be involved in schools. And then we have the DOJ weaponizing the FBI against parents and calling them domestic terrorists. And this is what our kids are being subjected to. Like you said, where is the line in the sand? When does this stop? And When, when are parents going to get mad enough about the public education system and understand that they need to take care of their own kids and like start homeschooling or take alternative methods here? Because this is insane.
1: There has to be a pushback. There has to be. And I'm not calling, this is not a call to action on YouTube. Don't ban Savannah. What I'm saying is there, there has to be a pushback from parents. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because look, it's one thing that this is happening, but the day's coming. Mark my words, the day is coming where this is going to be normal in society. This is normal.
0: Look at it. (laughs) Yes.
1: No, no, no. What I'm saying is like the day will come where there won't be a Savannah or a Drew Hernandez sitting here saying, no, 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 this is wrong. Because when when a society goes down the path of total depravity, like this is Mm -hmm. a biblical concept, they get a reprobate mind. And what that means is they don't have the ability to discern from right or wrong any longer. The devil could be standing right in front of them saying, I am the devil, go do this, and they're so depraved. It's a spiritual aspect. They're so depraved in the mind that they don't even have the ability to to think about whether this is a wrong or a right thing because they're so deluded and they believe the lies to the point where you're going to have open pedophilia just be labeled as a sexual identity.
0: And a lot of people might not remember this either, but uh, do you remember when the LGBTQ community, they were trying to add the P to it because Mm -hmm. pedophiles were trying to be a part of the community. And then uh, of course the larger part of the community was like, oh no, no, that's not us, we don't want that. But that was a thing for a period of time. And as that gay flag continues to expand with stripes, I'm sure within the next couple of years, we will see a color for pedophilia. And we already have seen NAMBLA. We have already seen the articles trying to say that, oh, well, pedophilia is just a feeling. It's not really anybody's fault. We should be more accepting and loving and progressive with these types of things.
1: And you know, I'll say this too, is like, look, if you want to be a homosexual, you should go do whatever you want. You got to deal with that with God face to face and, yeah. you know, whatever. But I will say this is stay the hell away from the kids. And number two, homosexuals that have a problem with stuff like this, you need to say something, because mm-hmm. people that are gay in this country that just sit here and they watch like this is making y'all look bad, bro. I'll tell you that right now, because this gets pinned on your community because you are the LGBTQ community. So it's all wrapped up in one. And when 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 these people don't come out uh, and not say anything against this, it, it, it gets you to question like why. Like why? why? Why can't you guys come out and just draw a line in the sand and be like, listen, if someone wants to be a homosexual, uh, let them think about it when they're past of age, 18, 21, whatever, right? But the fact that you keep going after kids, is just weird, bro, because it's a sexual issue. It's a sexual thing. If if a heterosexual, right? If heterosexuals came out and were just like, we, we want to uh, take children and – uh uh, take them to strip clubs and expose them to women's breasts at a young age, or we want to take them to uh, somewhere where they could see uh, men dancing with their chests out. Or like, it would yeah. be weird. It would, it
0: would instantly be like oh, yeah,
1: pedo alert. Right. But because it's, you know, homosexual, you get a pass, I guess.
0: Yeah. 100%. We've honestly let the LGBTQ community get away with a lot in society. And I honestly don't understand it. I don't, like seeing it. And Drew, I was thinking about this the other day, too, how we really lack right now uh, courage in our society. A lot of people don't like what's going on in regards to lockdowns, COVID nonsense, the pandemic, how our kids are being treated, the economy, Joe Biden, like take your pick of the issues right now. A lot of people don't agree with what's going on. And a lot of people don't like it. But the average American... And I don't understand where the disconnect is here is lacking severely encouraged, just even with the ability to speak up and push back against this type of stuff, which is just common sense. Because like like we talked about, we're talking about pedophilia at this point or just straight up racism. This is another thing that uh, I saw. This is from Michigan State. Uh, Apparently... They're handing out a free masks and gloves for minorities only, you know, to help with COVID, but a $10 per item for white people. So not only is this an issue of like, again, sexuality and our children being targeted with that, but also we're seeing the reemergence of straight up segregation and racism in our universities and schools. And the average person doesn't have the courage to speak up or push back against it. And they're just watching the, the nation crumble around us.
1: Well, cause you'll get canceled. Uh, you'll get fired at your job. You'll get excommunicated out of society. And I think a lot of people are bending the knee to the woke cult, uh, specifically with this story in Michigan. I think mm-hmm. after this went viral, I think, uh, the girl that was leading this table came out and made a statement saying, Oh, it was just a joke. I was just trying to prove oh, a of course. point. Uh, I think she said, uh, I wanted people like, I'm not quoting her directly, but I think she said, I wanted to do it as a social experiment so people could see how we feel. So, implying that. In
0: a what situation? In, in, in literally in a, what situation? In a
1: situation where, oh, where the minorities get oh excluded. My okay, gosh. so it makes it even more like woke-tarted. I use that word a, a lot. Um, <laughs> because like these people are woke tarts like show me in the united listen right now show me in the united states of america where i myself as a brown man let's use their legal a person of a person of color Mm -hmm. show me where just point me in the direction of like a denny's or an ihop or wherever like where it was like in the 1950s where i show up and it's like you can't eat here you brown boy this is for whites only or there's like a sign out there that says whites only and blacks over here or whites here and brown people over here like this is the reality that these people believe that they live in. That's not happening. It's just simply not happening. Well, Nobody isn't it is actually,
0: this. isn't it actually kind of crazy, Drew, that it's the reality that they they think that they were living in. And they created this reality because there is currently segregation in a lot of these colleges and universities with these minority-only safe spaces, minority-only graduations. We're we're seeing them actually create this, uh, I guess, society of segregation and racism that they Mm -hmm. said that they were allegedly living through. But now we're all actually living through it because of them. they're bringing it back. Like yeah.
1: I'm not one to sit here and deny that slavery was real. I'm not. I mm-hmm. don't deny that segregation and racism uh, was a problem. That's why we had the civil rights movement, MLK, all these people that put their lives on the line to stand up against it. And by the way, the ones who oppose that were Democrats. Uh, but anyways, um, the the fact is this: is we are not that racist as a country. I don't deny racism. I just deny that this country is so racist to the point where I can't go to a freaking diner and be segregated because of the color of my skin. And like you said, they, we have to think about this. Let's go a little deeper, right? These are people that are being indoctrinated with critical race theory and Mm -hmm. the, the, the core, the stem and the root of critical race theory is that these people believe in a system through cultural Marxism. They taught that there's a hegemony, which is the power structure, Right. So there's Mm -hmm. some kind of power structure in society and they control everything. They control media, they control culture, uh, they control values, they control our holidays. They they just just dominate everyone because they're the dominant culture. They're the dominant race. And in 2020, 2021, it's white people. That's what these people believe in their minds. Why? Because white people are still the majority in the United States of America. So these people are starting with this premise, Right. And critical race theory even goes this far to teach that even minorities can be brainwashed by the power structure to actually believe that their white dominated culture is actually normal. They teach this in universities. So that's why you'll hear them uh, call Larry Elder, the uh, black face of white supremacy, or they'll say that Dave Chappelle has white privilege. Right. Yeah, that's why they say this stuff. So you got to go to their ideology. Why do they say this? Why do they believe this? They believe that racism is such a real thing that they themselves by default will step like you'll take a white liberal or a, a white leftist to university right now mm-hmm. based off of the idea ideology. I just explained, they'll say, yeah, I am white. I am the main population in this country. So I'm a racist. <laughs> These people like by, by default, they declare themselves racist without any factual evidence. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is when you understand the ideology You start to understand why these people do and say the things that they do in the mainstream media or in these articles that you read because they believe in this structure. And they think that racism is actually this this, this massive thing in the United States of America because they've been indoctrinated to believe that. But they're so stupid. They're so stupid that let's just say that it was real. Let's just say that. Let's say, okay, okay, it's real. Uh, let's just say, all right, let's just, yeah, white supremacy is all over the place and minorities are being, uh, you know, discriminated against and it's a problem. The solution isn't to segregate yourselves further. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're, 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 even the solutions to the problems that they create don't make sense. You see what I'm saying? Like, the, the solution to racism is not segregation in a university, you don't make spaces for minorities.
0: Well, Drew, and honestly, I'm of the firm opinion that we have been so coddled in society and we truly have not suffered in America. And that is why we have all of these soft liberals who are creating problems for themselves because they truly haven't had to struggle on anything. So they're making up their own problems because they're bored. They're making up all of these issues so that they can have something to fight and they can feel justified and they can feel worthy for something. And that's why they're making all of these problems. Uh, We'll rapid fire through some of this news really quick. I'm going to read a couple of quick headlines here and then we'll jump into some uh, Joe Biden news, but just, you know, ending on the topics of racism and gender. Apparently, the United States issued the first passport with an ex-gender marker for non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming persons. This came out yesterday because we all know how important it is to know if somebody's non-binary while they're traveling internationally. I'm sure that's going to translate well to other countries, too. On top of that, uh, PJ Media's account was locked by science deniers at Twitter because they refused to lie about Rachel Levin's gender. They said Rachel Levin is not the first female four-star admiral because he's a male and that got them a nice suspension on twitter because biology and science no longer exist in our society today finally Representative Banks' Twitter account was also suspended over calling transgender uh, health and human service official Rachel Levine a man. Because again, Drew, we are living in a society right now where up is down, nothing makes any sense anymore. And the more I I read into 1984, you know, uh, war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. That is how the left thinks. Their ignorance is their greatest strength. They're ignorant of science. And that's why it's their greatest strength, because it allows them to manipulate big Basic easy science into some insane ideology to where we're now allowed to ban people for calling somebody by their their biological gender. So just wanted to get to a couple of those news stories there before we jumped into uh Joe Biden, because you know, I like to mix it up a little bit on this show, talk a little bit about everything. Um, what do you think about it, Joe Biden's America, Drew? How are you how are you doing in Joe Biden's America?
1: Um, I think we haven't seen anything yet um it's only been what nine going to ten months not even a year yet not even a year yet and we still got about three years to go Mm -hmm. and uh, i think the agenda that obama was going to hand over uh, to hillary clinton uh that was thwarted by the advent of donald trump for four years um, is now back on track Uh, we're seeing it with the economy we're seeing it with the inflation uh, we're seeing it with the third world being imported into the united states uh, I think that is going to continue to roll out for the next three years. Um, we're not going to see things get any better. Um, I think it's, I want to say something, but I don't know if I should say it because I don't care, whatever. It's it's like, listen, we, I, 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 I think it's, it's crazy how we are dealing with some real global issues. Like there is a global agenda, um, that is unfolding in the United States of America. And, uh, songs reaching number one on iTunes about Brandon is not going to win. It, it, it's not enough. Uh, I, I just, I know that's people in the chat are like, Oh, how dare you speak out against Bryson or all these people or whatever. What I'm saying is I'm not being, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, well, what are we really winning? Okay. Like we, we got, mm-hmm. we got to go a little further than that. Yeah. You could say that's a cultural win, but We're dealing with like just straight up authoritarian globalist psychopaths and communists that want to take down the country. And uh, I think we have to do a little better than just writing songs, uh, kind of branding Joe Biden and maybe giving him some free advertisement. I don't know.
0: Right. No, I mean I agree with you to to an extent. I would say that like you said it's a cultural win, I think more than anything it is uh, it just shows that we still have our first amendment somewhat in this country in regards to that, but I do agree with the sentiment of we can chant we can even chant F Joe Biden all day long, but at the end of the day what is that actually achieving? What's that actually doing? Uh, this is a video that came out today. My computer's a bit choppy, but uh, this is what's essentially coming to our southern border. We have thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants headed our way because Joe Biden essentially is pimping out America to all of these other countries. And on top of this, uh, today, apparently, the Biden administration is in talks to offer immigrant families separated at the border during the Trump administration around $450,000 a person in compensation. So, Drew, on top of another caravan headed our way, What is this our third caravan under Joe Biden?
1: Well, this is what they want, right? People need to understand that Haven't been paying attention is, number one, let's start here, right? We're talking about Joe Biden. I know mm-hmm. the let's go Brandon thing, like he's, he's a puppet. He just like looks stupid on stage, doesn't know what's going on. Uh, and, you know, but at the same time, this is a person that's been in politics for over 48 years. And uh, I refuse to believe that Joe Biden doesn't know what's going on at the border. Uh, Mm -hmm. I refuse to believe that Joe Biden and the Biden administration with Kamala Harris uh, and everybody on staff, I refuse to believe that um, they don't understand what takes place with the criminal cartels and the mass human trafficking. These people know they know they're not ignorant. Okay, so I want to start at that premise. So at the same time, people need to understand is that Joe Biden is the same person uh, on the debate stage that called for a surge at the border. That happened. Yeah. And he was particularly talking, particularly talking about the South American countries. So when somebody hears that, that is in a third world country, and they're starting to see that, hey, maybe Trump might be removed, that's an instant green light into the United States of America to these people. And how do I know that? When Kamala Harris took a, a, a trip down to South America, right? To make it look like she's addressing the border issues. We're going down to the root of the cause. The Guatemalan president even came out and confirmed that it was the Democrats rhetoric, including Joe Biden, saying that, oh, we need to surge the border. Now's the time to come. The president of Guatemala came out and said, yes, when you guys started with this rhetoric, the cartels in my country began to immediately mobilize to get these people to your country. So is he like a white supremacist, QAnon conspiracy theorist, Savannah? The, the president of Guatemala now, is, is that what we're going to go with? No, this is reality. So people need to understand that the global agenda is to create a two-tier system, two-class system. They want it very easily to control. They want the elites at the top, And they just want peasants at the bottom. And the easiest way that you can take down and subvert America from within is population control. You import the third world into the United States of America, millions of people that are going to be illiterate, literally illiterate to the English language and also illiterate to the Constitution and their own freedoms in the United States of America. Why do they want that, Savannah? Why do they want to import millions of people that aren't going to protest, that aren't going to question anything? that aren't gonna know their constitutional values because that makes someone easily controllable. The Democrats, the deep state in this country wish, that's what they're working towards, to have a society that's not gonna ask any questions, that's not gonna protest, That's not going to take to the streets and express their grievances. They Mm -hmm. want a society that doesn't even understand the language the Constitution is written in because they want a controllable society, and they want them living on welfare. They want them dependent on the state. They want them just completely sucking the tit of the federal government, and that's exactly why they're bringing in these types of people. It all makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense because it's been done in Germany.
0: And you know what, too, Drew? And and that's why, too, when we see the media talking about, oh, replacement migration is just a big conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. It's like, really? Well, it seems like we have um, millions of illegal immigrants coming into our country, fundamentally changing the demographics of our country, and therefore changing the way that everything is here. Like you said, Drew, we are now a gigantic subservient culture, and we have all of these people coming in that are essentially ushering in and bringing in socialism and communism, because they're coming here to depend on the government and to suck off of the government like you talked about. And who are the easiest people to usher and bring communism in with? The people who want the government to take care of them, the people who want handouts from the government. So, uh, you know, it's so infuriating to see this. And on top of all of that, just because I was talking about this on my last show and I wasn't sure. uh, But reminder, there are still... Per the Pentagon, uh, upwards of 450 Americans in Afghanistan. Highest Afghanistan, real estimate quick, real quick. so quick. I want
1: to s- say one last thing about the border, real quick, real of quick. Of course, of course. So w- when I was with Alex Jones, when I was with Alex down at the border, this was like mm. April, right? Yep. We went when we exposed this Catholic charity NGO, which is a a, a, a non government organization that's supposedly supporting humanitarian aid uh, to the migrants that are coming over the southern border. These 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 are people that they ate in a bed, human trafficking operations. Okay. When we went down there, the guy was stuffing children, little boys into the back of a hatchback, not without any seatbelts, not without being correctly sat down without any seats. They were stuffing them into the back of a hatchback in the United States on American soil. So we came out, we said, Hey, what are you doing? It was a big thing. It went viral, whatever. Right. But the, the actual Catholic organization we were at, you're going to like this. This is crazy, right? It shows mm-hmm. the type of people that are here coming into this country. Yeah. When we were talking to some of the people that worked at the Catholic organizations because mm-hmm. we were trying to get answers, one of them actually talked to some of the people that we were there with Infowars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that the people working inside are extremely frustrated. They're, they're really pissed off. Yeah, um, because all of the women that are coming into their organization, the, the migrants, right? Mm-hmm. They come in all freaking pompous. Oh, like they're just entitled to everything. They're pissing. Their kids are crapping all over the floor and they turn around and tell the, the, the workers in the Catholic organization, clean this in Spanish, clean this up, clean this up right now. Go get my food for my children. These people are so self-entitled. And you want to know why? Because they've been convinced not only do they come from socialist countries where they're used to suck in the tit of a socialist government, but they believe that in America, now that America is going that direction, they believe that they're going to get that even more, that the carpet is just rolled out for them, and they're going to be royalty in the United States of America. So I want people to understand. There's a lot of assholes coming into this country. I'll just leave it at that, right? And Drew,
0: I want to build on your point too because I was in McAllen, Texas and I was reporting on the border as well. My contact down there was telling me a similar story that the illegal immigrants that cross over from Mexico, they will basically flag down border patrol so that they'll come pick them up in their trucks and take them to the processing facility, basically, you know, the the overpass or under the overpass where all Mm -hmm. of the illegals are at. And so they're like, Flagging them down, or they'll go and be like, Hey, come pick me up. I'm here. Like, take me into the US. And that is the attitude of these people. They are willingly breaking the law because they know there's no repercussion. We had the leader of this current caravan calling Joe Biden out by name because. Joe Biden again is pimping out America to all to to the rest of the world basically. And I've talked about a lot how this is the controlled demolition of our way of life of America. We talk about the great reset a lot and we're living through it now. And it's insane to me that the average American is just like, oh, well, I can't see the illegal immigration. So is it really that bad?
1: I don't even think, I don't even think the left like believes in the term illegal immigration because they want to dictate language. Mm-hmm. Like that can't even be in their vocabulary because they don't believe in borders.
0: No human's illegal, Drew. No yeah, human's so there's, illegal. There's
1: no such thing as illegal. You, see how, you yeah. see how dangerous this gets? Yes. Like it gets to the point where there will be no such thing as illegal anymore. This is dangerous. stuff. This is, dang- this is what I'm telling people. There has to be a line that's drawn yeah. because if they're, if they're willing to not address something illegal when it comes to international border laws at the border, what mm-hmm. the hell makes you think that someday that ain't coming, especially after 2020 where law and order was destroyed? What makes you think that someday that they're going to ban the word illegal completely and, and just anything will go in this country? Oh, Drew, that'll never happen. This is the United States, really.
0: Fortified election in 2020. That's all I'm going to say. And 100% true. It's like, look at the state of our country right now. Look at what we're all going through and tell me that this isn't something that's already being ushered in. Uh, again, I was reading the UN's Agenda 2030, which essentially, again, just sounds like communism being ushered in here. They basically state that they want everyone to be happy and healthy and everyone's going to have a great time. They're going to take care of all of us. Uh, all we have to do is accept global governance. And, you know, to your point, too, of, well, if we we if we blur the lines on what illegal even means that's how we tie this to again just our reporting at the beginning of this show about what's going on in schools right now because we will reach a time where pedophilia well is that really illegal or is it just a, an expression of self really that's that's where we're headed to and it's it's very sad to say it's disgusting 100 100 okay let me see what else i've gotten in, in the works here i uh I don't know, Drew. I just honestly, too, I've been trying to keep up my reporting on COVID, but it's also exhausting to try to cut through all of the lies of manipulation every single day. And as a member of the media yourself, do you ever feel like it's exhausting to continuously have to keep up with this? Like, how do you keep going uh, in the face of all of this?
1: I just think if your heart is not in it, you're not going to last. Not only is it a lot of work, but it is... It's you gotta get in for the long run, and uh I mean it's like we're 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 living in a place where twenty twenty um the lockdowns uh we didn't really know much about koof, let's just call the virus coof, right um, we didn't really know much about koof, and uh people were afraid of it uh people were. Panic buying, uh, you know, canned food and toilet paper, and uh, you know the list goes on. And Costco, you saw these like shopping carts just stacked to the freaking atmosphere, right? Yeah. Um, Stacked to space, and then it turned into, well, President Trump is now uh, Operation Warp Speed is going to find a, a, a jab for it, right? And then it turned mm-hmm. into that, and then towards the end of 2020. Uh, you know, President Trump was saying, oh, we're going to have, you know, the jab rolled out and this and that. And and, and the left was just like, Kamala Harris, like, I will never take such a thing if it's coming from Donald Trump. Like they were clearly demonizing what Trump was trying to do. Okay. And I'm not saying I agree with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I don't like how Trump just comes out and just like constantly pushing the freaking jab. Um, think what you want. But anyways, just, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm laying down the timeline so people could remember where we're at. right? Right. So, The election happens, all that takes place, another distraction, and while the radical left installs its new government,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, January, uh, they move into power, and especially after January 6th, I think they just, oh my goodness, that was just like the perfect fuel that they needed, you know what I'm saying? Um, And they capitalized. The puppet gets installed on Inauguration Day, immediately the border gets surged, Uh, We start to import hundreds of thousands of people bringing in the new class. Um, But what I want people to to understand is we went from lockdowns to a jab being opposed by the radical left just because it was coming from Donald Trump. And now here we are where this same government – This same political side is importing millions of people into this country without any vaccine mandates, without any concerns about them having COVID, while at the same time imposing vaccination mandates in New York and in California, literally oppressing Americans while opening up the door freely without any concern about COVID to people coming from foreign countries. I'm not pushing the vax or anything. I'm just trying to get people to understand that's the timeline that you live in and it's been less than a year, bro. Yeah. And people need to wake up to this 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 reality where these people, they they see they see this nothing as political pawns on a chessboard and they move it any which way they go. They not only are playing the game unfairly, but I'll go as far as to say is that they're actually in control and rigging the game as well. And this is why the narratives change so much because I know a lot of people get so sick of the cliché uh, conservative like, yeah, own the libs. Like, you're hypocrite, da-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? That same kind of like cliché like, oh, you think – you say that you support Black Lives Matter but you don't support this black guy. Like it's that easy cliché thing but at the yeah. same time, people need to understand this is being intentionally done. They're, they're not just hypocrites because they don't know what they're doing. These people in power are hypocrites and they don't give a damn. They just don't care. Well, they don't and, care and, and to your point,
0: point too, about. Drew, uh, yeah, about like just these easy cliches that are really good talking points, if you will, for conservatives, one of the one things that I I never said or agreed with was like, oh, the the black community is the least vaccinated. So vaccine mandates are racist, because again, this isn't a racial thing. And I'm so tired of everyone in society making this a racial thing. This is a humanity thing. We are all under attack with this. This isn't like, you know, whether you're white or black, whether you are a celebrity or a basketball player or your average American, you can get out of this. No, this is affecting all of us. This is affecting humanity and we're seeing that every single day. Uh, For example, Drew, I'm sure you saw that the CDC says people can now start getting a fourth COVID shot. Who would have have ever seen that one coming? Uh, You know, um, they changed the definition of fully vaccinated in israel to include booster shots now we're seeing the cdc director rochelle walensky say the same thing and now we're being told well you can potentially get a fourth booster shot so you know to your point of this all being controlled demolition controlled collapse of our entire society that we will never ever break out of until the american people decide to you know break themselves out of it which at this point because of how overrun our entire country has been and our borders have been like can we even do that anymore I'm not sure.
1: You know, I do wonder, I do wonder about like those centrist, like, like left leaning center people that are kind of like on the edge, like they don't like the type of people, the type of people that are like, I think Trump is like good economically, you know what I'm saying? But I don't Mm -hmm. like his like moral stances on things like those type of people that are just not like these super Trump supporters. They still side with the left because they believe, but like, they have more
0: common sense than your average. Yeah, like liberal. they have that
1: social justice. Like they side, they ju- they're just more on that progressive side, but they're not insane communists. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I do wonder, like, what's going on with those people? You know what I'm saying? Like, h- how does someone like that take it when you hear Joe Biden on a town hall? Right. Like, this is the type of person that thinks Biden's moderate. This is this is who I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. like. It, how, does, how do they take it when they hear Joe Biden on, on, on the freaking town hall in Baltimore, I think it was last week, come out and say that people that are demanding bodily autonomy are politicizing freedom and then goes on to mock the core central value of the United States of America, which is freedom? I wonder, because conservatives are like, oh, dude, of course, like patriots, constitutionalists, like we're like, dude, this guy's an authoritarian psychopath but i do wonder people that view joe biden as moderate how does that hit people like how do you, how do you, since when do we have a puppet president speaking the the leader of the free world mocking freedom and mocking americans that are demanding freedom I'm telling you guys, like for for, for for your viewers, clip this up and send it to these people that, that are in this life because they need they need to think about this stuff. It's like how do we have a puppet president that's mocking freedom? As conservatives and patriots, we get it, right? These people are authoritarian globalists, but I guess I'm just like trying to speak to those people that view Biden as modern. There's no way he's a globalist. Like, How do you reconcile that in your minds?
0: Well, honestly, a lot of these people and a lot of my friends, who again, very liberal, did vote for Joe Biden, absolutely hated Donald Trump, are even coming around to this point and understanding and 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 finally have come around to saying like, okay, uh, Joe Biden is absolutely like batshit crazy and we cannot have a normal functioning society in this way. But again, those are the same people who lack the courage to say that straight out. I honestly am of the firm belief that the average American and the majority of Americans right now do not like what's going on, do not like Joe Biden, don't like Kamala Harris, don't agree with anything that's happening right now. I mean, look at the cargo ships in LA. They're, They're piling up our supply chain, is going crazy and I saw this article too headline from NBC Dallas Fort Worth Biden hopes fines on lingering cargo containers ease congestion at major US ports so that's where we're currently at right now it's like okay well Joe Biden destroyed the supply chain because of Joe Biden's bad policies because the government shut down our economy mm-hmm. these cargo ships are on un- able to unload their supplies. And now Joe Biden's just going to go ahead and find them. So your average liberal who voted for Joe Biden is seeing this and is like, okay, this is absolutely crazy, but they lack the courage to stand up and actually speak that truth. So, I mean, yeah, I have no idea. you like, when, when is enough going to be enough for these people when they can't buy food anymore?
1: Yeah, I think so. And this is what I've been telling people. It's like when when you're living out on the street and you have nothing, I mean, it. think about it, right? We have to look at history. Look at Cuba. They adopt communism, socialism. They think it's the greatest thing, whatever. And now they're suffering from oppression for decades long. And uh, this year, we saw one of the biggest uprisings uh, against the communist regime in Cuba. But that was like decades in the making. We've seen stuff here and there. But the point I'm trying to make is it seems like when you look at history and you look at societies that adopt this hardcore, there's not hardcore, there's, it's socialism, communism, these authoritarian type of governments. um, It seems like it takes some time for that society to wake up to the reality that this was a bad idea. And for whatever reason, the United States of America. And I think it's because of the ignorance of millennials and some zoomers, not all, um, but definitely millennials. I think it's the ignorance of millennials um, that has been capitalized on by the psychopath Marxists uh and communists in our universities, because this is this is where this has all gone down, majority, right? Because all of the foot soldiers are coming out of the universities and we're starting to see it. All these people that have been indoctrinated with CRT, cultural Marxism, mm-hmm. all the gender studies and all this all this garbage that's meaningless, right? Um they're now getting hired at Disney. They're, they, they, now they're getting hired in, 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 in politics. Uh, they're going to work at ESPN now. They're, they, now they're going out into the real world, and that's why we're starting to see it bloom uh, in the mainstream in the United States of America. So I don't know, guys. I, I hate to sound all black-pilled and stuff and blue-pilled, but it's like how long is it going to take for – how long does it take for a generation of people to wake up to the reality that they've been A, lied to, yeah, And B, that they were wrong and C, they have really bad ideas that are going to destroy their lives. I don't have an answer to that question.
0: And again, Drew, I love talking about topics that are off limits on my YouTube channel, which is why I get suspended all the time. And we're going to end the show with this article from NPR because I think it is very important for us to go over, uh, like you were talking about, what is it really going to take for people um, in regards to the the jab that's currently being forced on people? Many have had adverse reactions, but we're not allowed to speak about that. Uh, But let's go ahead and read this NPR article because uh, ERs apparently are now swamped with seriously ill patients, but many don't even have... Covid. Now, what are they suffering from, everybody? Let's go ahead and take a peek at uh, uh, what they are suffering from. Months of treatment delays have exacerbated chronic conditions and worsened symptoms. Doctors and nurses say the severity of illness ranges widely and includes abdominal pain respiratory problems, blood clots, heart conditions, and suicide attempts among others. Really interesting, and I wanna focus on these three right here, the respiratory problems, blood clots, and heart conditions. I was really of the firm belief, Drew, that as soon as we got the vaccine in society, that we'd all get back to normal and, uh, you know, we could open back up. We wouldn't have to be dealing with the fourth booster or hospitals overrun with blood clot and heart condition uh, ailing patients. Very interesting how all of these things are happening now. Uh, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Are these people that took the jab and then this happened or they're just dealing with all these problems of of this? Is that what this is saying?
0: Um, this I, I'm not sure. It's not saying in regards to whether or not they're vaccinated or okay, unvaccinated. Okay. It's not so. Still this is
1: still a problem. The reason why this is a problem is because we we have a federal government that put America into a position where they're claiming that we have such a serious pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um while at the same time. Um, you take New York, for instance. Uh, They're claiming that there's all these medical, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but they roll out these jab mandates on these people, on these medical healthcare professionals. uh, And we lost thousands, Mm -hmm. thousands. And so what this leads to is stuff like this, where now where other health problems still exist, like every single one of those that were just listed right now, respiratory issues, blood clots, heart conditions, especially heart conditions, uh, suicide attempts, all these things. Now people aren't going to get. Possibly treatment in time. If you're thinking about New York, or do they still have the right amount of staff? I know that the FDNY uh, firefighters in New York were coming out and saying, "Hey, dude, if, if if you lose us, who's gonna come and help you when you call 911?" <laughs> the National Guard. You see where this goes? It's like yeah, the, it goes into a direction where who gets hurt? Who gets hurt in the end? It's you. Doesn't matter what your politics are. Doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. Who gets hurt in the end is you. You get slower service. You may not be taken care of on time or correctly because the federal government decided to kick people out because they wouldn't take a jab.
0: 100% and all I'll say about this article is that the the time frame of this how the ERs are now just swamped with seriously ill patients who are dealing with heart conditions and respiratory issues and we can also focus in on those suicide attempts as well because remember the government locked people down, told them they couldn't see their families and forced them to wear face masks and that did ruin a lot of people's mental health conditions regarding in an uptick in suicide. We saw obesity rates rising amongst kids. They're at the highest levels they've been amongst kids in the US. So that's what the government did to us. That's what the government did for our health. And I just want everyone to never, ever forget that ever. Anyways, Drew, thank you so much for having, or thank you so much for coming on my show, actually. You know what? I feel like, you know, you were the host of this show, Drew. You just, you, you're you great. I love talking to you. I love having you on. Um, I really enjoy your point of view on a lot of these things. So thank you for coming on and talking with me about all of these issues from the indoctrination in our schools to the supply chain issues, economy, and of course, ER is now being swamped with seriously ill patients and everything going on. So uh, Drew, let people know where they can follow you, where they can find you and uh, your final message for viewers tonight.
1: Yeah, dude. Thank you, Savannah. Anytime you're the homie, uh, you guys can follow me on my YouTube channel. Uh, just go in the search bar. If you're lucky, you'll find me. Uh, just type in Drew Hernandez or youtube.com backslash Drew Hernandez uh, all in one. Follow me on Twitter, Drew H Live, Instagram, Drew Hernandez Live, Getter, Gab, all that good stuff. And uh, guys, stay in the fight, man. Uh, for people that aren't invested in this for the long run, uh, the long run, you're not going to last. You're just not going to last. Uh, I think people that are young that may have just got interest, uh, interested or introduced to politics because you know they may have really loved Donald Trump, mega, mega, mega. Uh, this is just the beginning, bro. And we got a long way to go. So get ready. Get ready. If, you're, if your heart's really not in this, uh, you're not going to last long. So I encourage people to count the cost.
0: Thank you so much for coming on, Drew. Again, that is my good friend, Drew Hernandez, amazing reporter, commentator for Real America's Voice. He has his own show. He teaches me so much. He can teach you guys so much as well. So go check him out. Again, this has been another episode of Rapid Fire. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can go follow me on Locals, savsays.locals.com. Go check out our new uh, partnership with OrganicDarlings.com. Remember, that's code DarlingSav, Sav, D-A-R-L-I-N-G-S-A-V. And always remember that you can go to Savsaysofficial dot com for all of the articles and videos that I play on this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you like the show, remember to leave a five star review via podcast. And uh, if you never see the show here on YouTube for some reason, or you know, it's a, been a week and you haven't heard from me, it's because I've been banned. So go check my shot on podcast on the website. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. My name is Savannah Hernandez.